Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break for your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, aka Mama Lou. We are missing Diane. Uh, I don't know if you're our, our fourth member. Uh, in, in our last episode, she wasn't feeling very well, so she's just kind of a little bit sick, but hopefully she'll be on the mend and good to go. So, hopefully, feel better, D. Feel better, D. Sending positive yes, vibes. Sending positive vibes. It's exactly. not COVID. She took a test. So, there you go. It's just a regular cold. Uh, and we can right. still have those. Still. Yes, we still can. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, we were kind of trying to think of some ideas. I know we've talked about pretty much most of the main boy bands from our time period. Um, but then another one of the boy bands announced a tour this summer. A comeback, if you will. A comeback tour, because they had been broken up, and now they're doing like a little reunion and coming back. And um, maybe because I clicked on it, maybe because Facebook sees that I like boy bands, I don't know, but I just keep seeing ads all the time for it. So I was like, you know what? I don't think we've ever really had like a full discussion about Big Time Rush. So yep. I feel like they came out a little bit past when we were in our boy band stage. I feel I know a little bit about them. I know they had a TV show. Uh, I watched a few episodes. It was very cheesy and fun. So um, and one member is Carlos Pena, Carlos right? Pen- yes, yeah. Carlos Pena Vega, because he got married Whatever, and they Pena, combined their last names. Uh, he was on Dancing with the Stars, and he's a, a married to Alexa uh, Vega. So um, anyways, so I figured, you know what? We really don't know a lot about Big Time Rush. And now that things are opening up again and concerts are happening again, mm-hmm. they are coming to Toronto. Um, oh, yeah? When are they coming to Toronto? Well, okay. Oh, I was going to say this later, but anyways, as I was listening, so, so okay, sorry. July sorry, 4th, sorry. July 4th is when they were coming to Toronto. Okay. So I was listening is that a to Monday? the album. It is a Monday. Yes. Because I was listening to the album. And I was just like, you know what? I kind of want to see these guys in concert. When are they coming to Toronto? And then I looked up and I was like, July 4th. And I was like, huh. So will we be in Darien list? No, that's the third. So okay. we are um, watching the Backstreet, well, most of us are watching the Backstreet Boys uh, July 1st, July 2nd in Toronto, and July 3rd at Darien Lake. Yes. So that would be the fourth concert in a row. So I was like, eh. but I'm like, it's a different boy band. So I'm like, okay. And then I looked at the price of the tickets and the cheapest tickets were $72. So I was like, oh, no, no. If we could somehow score cheap or free the tickets, cool. But uh, same day StubHub. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. I might kind of just like play it by ear and see how that happens. But it's and it's also a Monday night as yes. well, and people work and stuff. So um, what's interesting the the ticket sales are okay ish for Toronto, like the middle section and stuff. But they don't have the lawns open. It's at the amphitheater, whatever they're calling it. Oh, most amphitheater. And then, yes, and then they have like the other tiers so there's still quite a few tickets left so if you do like them go check it out should be good i noticed that like some of their others like the american ones definitely have had more um sales and stuff but anyways i've not got to the point where i'm obsessively tracking ticket seat tickets yet so we're good so anyway so i figured you have um, no time so it's okay. definitely so um a couple weeks back we did a random poll friday which we really need to start doing more of those but you know yeah. i guess that's the whole point random poll. and we asked what everybody's favorite uh big time rush album was and then from that uh 
Elevate was the one that was chosen. So, but I figured before we go into talking about uh, the album and we all listen to it and see how we thought about it, I thought maybe let's do just like a really quick refresher from our friends at yes. Wikipedia yes. about who Big Time Rush is and Good. that information. That's a great idea. Yes, right. I agree. So actually, Livia, if you want to put up a picture of Big Time Rush while I read this, that would be Oh, kind of... that's a great idea. You do that because okay. my... We want to computer... do like, okay, what era of Big... Because they're, they, they kind of... I think they were just in the one time area. Should it be like a no, Big Time Rush TV I've seen, show era? I've seen pictures of them in recent times and I'm like, okay. Because okay. it wasn't seasons, right? They had like a couple seasons of They Big definitely... Time? Well, that's the thing because I went to go check to see how many episodes they have and they actually have 74 oh that's a lot I believe, I believe it's actually on netflix so that might be something oh. we might want to check out later but anyways let me while lydia's looking up pictures Ta-da. okay but it's not a great picture yeah i can't it's not so uh big time rush is an american pop music band formed in 2009 so that oh. would explain why it's a little bit past our time period the height of our boy band time was like 99, 2000, whatever, right? So yeah. uh, so the group consisted of Kendall Schmidt, James Maslow, Logan Henderson, and Carlos Penavega. They originally signed with Nick Records in 2009 before transferring to Columbia Records. The group starred in Nickelodeon's television series of the same name, Big Time Rush. The show ran from November 28th, 2009 to July 25th, 2013. The pilot featured the group's first promotional single, Big Time Rush. The group has released three studio albums, uh, BTR in 2010, Elevate in 2011, and 24-7 in 2013. The band went on an indefinite hiatus in 2014 that lasted until 2021 when the group resumed live performances and released the single, Call It Like I See It. So there you go. So um, you know what? I don't know which is which. I know Carlos is at the end. I only know Carlos. So yeah. So I'm just going to. Hold on. In the Wikipedia, it says from left to right who they are. Okay, good. Okay. Thank you, Wikipedia. Like the blonde one is Kendall. <laughs> wait, wait, I'll share that. I'll share that one so that way you guys can all see yeah, what Chizzy so. is seeing. Hold on. Um, okay, so I'm just going to go through a little quick while Lydia does that. In 2019. Okay, wait, wait. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, sorry. From left to right. This, this so, one's Logan. So the one in the black jacket is Logan Henderson. Yeah. Uh, followed by uh, James Maslow, then Kendall Schmidt, and then Carlos Penavega. Okay, James Maslow sounds familiar for some reason. They've done like soloy things during their times off. I okay, maybe that's why I've heard their I've heard of all their names before, um, and I think some of them are more active on social media than others. So yeah, so there you go. Okay, so uh, 20, 2009 to twenty ten formation and BTR Nickelodeon signed Big Time Rush to record. To, so for those of you who are of more our age, this is kind of like they were kind of like a together. Mm. like a fake cheesy boy band <laughs> there you go so okay so um but uh let me just totally off topic i just rewatched the entire series of together because it's on youtube 
Uh, do not recommend because it's not the best quality and a lot of it is painful to listen to. But yeah, there's definitely a lot of inappropriate things in that show. Like yeah. Doug uh, masturbates a lot. And I, I don't remember oh. that ever. I don't recall any of that happening. It's amazing. Was it, on, it was on much music. So it was probably like on it was like like an 10 MTV or 11, right? Yeah, it was probably like 11 o'clock. It was on probably. Well, they don't show him, but they just talk about. It. I don't know. No, I don't know. Watching it during the daytime. It's, oh, okay. It's, I don't know. I just feel like it's not as like you know how a lot of them are a little more kid friendly. Yeah. Like together is a little bit on the edge of that, but mm, I believe if true. I'm not mistaken, Big Time Rush is a little more child friendly and not as like risque. But I from yeah. well, they're on Nickelodeon, right? So yeah, I would exactly. think so. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, so they uh, signed Big, uh, Big Time Rush to record to a record deal in 2009. Simultaneously with their television series, they partnered with Columbia and Epic Records to produce the show and include the original music to the show. For this series, their debut single, Big Time Rush, was released November 2009. Officially announced by Nickelodeon, the series was first broadcast in 2009, eventually released worldwide. It debuted during a one-hour special preview of the series and is currently the show's opening theme. The series also saw the releases of singles City is Ours, Any Kind of Guy. Big Time Rush also covered a play song called Famous. The song was released on iTunes, blah, blah, blah. So they did. Um, blah, blah, blah. It's just like... It's <laughs> after, September, we told you yeah. what the blah, blah, blah is. Okay. The song was released on iTunes on June 29th, 2010. Another song, Halfway There, was released on iTunes April 27th, 2010, after its premiere on the series. It soon became their first single to chart the Billboard Hot 100, peaking at number 93 due to digital sales. September 21st, 2010, Big Time Rush released their second single, Till I Forget About You, to promote the release of their debut album. The album called DTR was released October 11, 2010. The album debuted at the Billboard Hot 100 at 79, making it their highest peaking song. It was uh, later certified gold in the U.S. Uh, in November it was 2010, it was announced that a Christmas special, Big Time Rush, uh, All I Want for um, would debut that month. And a Christmas EP would be released um, called The Holiday Bundle with Beautiful Christmas and a cover, cover of All I Want for Christmas, originally performed by Mariah Carey. Nice. February 2011, Boyfriend was released as the band's third official single. It peaked at number 72, becoming their most successful song to date. It even peaked at number 30 on the Billboard Pop Song Charts in March 2011 and very well in multiple international countries. Uh, a uh, a remix featuring new boys was released leaked to the uh, internet big time rush was nominated for mtv's breakthrough band in 2011 um and yeah so they won some awards so they lost to rihanna's single diamonds Ouch. um but it was fair, it was, fair it was an well. award yeah. it was a mexican grammy type thing uh or, similar to the Grammys in Mexico. Uh, so 2011 to 2010, Elevate and Film. So the group announced they would be recording their second studio album. So that's the one that we're going to talk about. Um, uh, just after Nickelodeon renewed them for a third season, July 2011, the group released a promotional single, If I Ruled the World, featuring Ayaz, in anticipation of their second album, Elevate. Elevate was released November 21st, 2011, debuted at number 12 on the Billboard 200, selling over 70,000 copies in its first week. Though the album had a lower peak position than the previous debut, Elevate sold far more copies 
in its first week compared to the previous album. Uh, their first single, Music Sounds Better With You, was written by the band and Ryan Tedder from One Republic. And was yeah, Ryan Tedder! Yes. Uh, the second and last single, Windows Down, was released. Uh, Ryan Tedder. Ryan Tedder. Uh, Ryan Tedder. He's, uh, he's, he's big in the music industry. He wrote he's done stuff song. with Taylor Swift, and he's done like... I think he wrote a song for the Backstreet Boys. Possibly. So. He's, yes. done a, he's done a lot. He's pretty Possibly awesome. on the DNA album. Yes. If I remember correctly. Okay, so to promote the release of their okay. second album, you can look it up. Uh, the band, the group had their first headlining tour, Better With You tour, which took place over 16 dates in several big North American cities. JoJo opened for them for the first top five dates. Oh, JoJo! JoJo Siwa? No, JoJo, remember? The girl, right? The girl. Yeah! Get out right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember that song. Uh, uh, <coughs> another band opened for ten of the sixteen dates. Would anybody like to guess what the other band was that opened for them? Five. No. Aaron Carter. No. One Direction. Wow. Opened for Big Time Rush. No. So that was before they were popular. What? Uh, yeah. So that was no, in March 2012. Wow. Uh, in late February, Big Time Rush announced a national summer tour starting July 5th in Columbus, Ohio. The group announced they'd be starting their full-length 2012 film, Big Time Movie. Okay, so there's a movie. Maybe we can watch yeah, that. Yeah, um, Another episode idea. Check. Put it on the list. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, so the movie features them traveling to London, England. Oh, yeah. I always love when, like, shows and movies would go on, like, vacation or whatever. Mm. Like the Friends um, episode when they go to London? Yes. All right. those episodes? Yeah. Yes, for shizzle. Um, or, like, any movie, in, any sitcom in the 80s and 90s when they'd go to, like, Disney or something, right? Yes. Like, a couple episodes of Disney. Um, like, Full House. Full House went to Disney. Yes. They did, yeah. And Roseanne. Also. Yes. Uh, yes. Magic Kingdom. Okay. So, okay. So they go to England. In the big time movie, the four four members of the, the group Big Time Rush head to London for their first big world tour, but instead get mixed up in a mission to save the world. It was, the movie was released in 2012 in U.S. to theaters. Really? I don't remember that. Well, Germany released in September. Due to the promotion, the group recorded a cover of the Beatles songs and released an EP, Big Time Movie Soundtrack. The film Ooh. received mixed to positive reviews from Shocking. most contemporary, contemporary film critics, many comparing them to the monkeys and praising their fun, carefree image. The okay. film was a rating success, having over 13 million views premiere weekend. Uh, we're nearing the end here. So 2013 to 14 is 24-7. In 2013, Nickelodeon re renewed Big Time Rush series for a 13-episode fourth season. Production started in January. The group released a song, Nobody Like Nobody Around, which according to the pre um, premiere episode, Big Time Invasion was outlining the history of professional, successful, all-American boy bands. The Platters, The Temptations, Jackson 5, New Kids on the Block, Backstreet yes. Boys, and NSYNC. In response to the British invasion of the rival act and hugely successful One Direction. On April 15th, an interview with on Cambio, 
Big Time Rush announced their third studio album, 24-7, would be released sometime in early June 2013, and the fourth season was set to premiere uh, May 2013. On April 18th, Big Time Rush revealed 24-7 would be either June 2013, August, uh, sorry, April 20th, nine tracks from the album were leaked on June 4th. No. Uh, EW released the full 10-song standard version online. The deluxe version was leaked on YouTube along with a different track for Love Me Again. 24-7 was released June 2013. The album cover and track list revealed April 2013. It was less commercially successful than Elevate. It included songs such as the up-tempo 24-7 and rock ballad We Are, Big Time Rush was nominated for the world's best group, best album, and best live act in Monte Carlo uh, for the World Music Awards for the continuing global success with the band in their release. It was later confirmed that same night after the awards show that Big Time Rush had won the world's best live act trophy, making them the first and only Nickelodeon act or artist in history to win a World Music Award trophy. It's interesting. Uh, in 2013, at the end of the Big Time Rush television series, members continued touring until March 2014 and then put on hiatus to pursue solo careers. Schmidt <laughs> stated at the time they would like to come back together as a band if they have the opportunity. Uh, Kendall Schmidt later reformed the band uh, Heffernan Drive with Dustin Belt in May 2013. Isn't that a band that you like? I feel no, but I've heard okay. of them. I've heard of it, but I don't know if I know any of their songs. Okay, uh, so 2020 to present reunion. Oh, you're thinking Emerson Drive. Oh, okay, that's what that I was, was thinking. Band, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on April 20th, 2020, the band reunited virtually as they uploaded a video on the band's social media platform, sharing some wishes to their fans about the COVID-19 pandemic. I do remember Aww. when this came out. We did that's share sweet. it. On June 16th, the band released an acoustic cover of Worldwide on December 2020. Uh Member James Maslow uploaded a video of the band performing their song Beautiful Christmas via YouTube. July 19th, 21, the uh, band released a video announcing the reunion performances, which occurred in December of 2021. Uh, the group released the single Call It Like I See It on December 13th, 2021, marking their first release since 2013. On February 21st, 2022, they announced on Good Morning America they would be holding a reunion tour throughout 2022. And they released another single in February called Not Giving You Up. Never gonna uh, give you up. I know. So, <laughs> because That's the group valid. is associated with television series and Children's Network Nickelodeon, they presented as a child-friendly group. Yeah. They oh, yeah. have musical differences. In a review of their first studio album, uh, Jessica Dawson wrote, Big Time Rush is a standout not only because of their boyish charm and good looks, but because their music is a cool blend of synth pop, hip hop, and boy band harmonies. The sound of the band is described as pop inspired dance rock. Uh, public image. The, the group has been compared to other boy bands such as One Direction and The Wanted. Uh, the, another reporter said, One Direction is one big group in this resilient and timeless fad. They follow the recent success of the Brits, The Wanted, Nickelodeon's Big Time Rush. One Direction is a fluke, The Wanted is a coincidence, and Big Time Rush is a trend. You want your, you want to father your unborn children. What? Say yeah, weird things. I mean, um, I can't say At least to describe things? Why would you say those kinds of things? No thanks, Wikipedia. Yeah. I don't know. So they, 
Uh, in Parade's 2020 poll, 2012 poll, Big Time Rush was voted best boy band in the world. No. Okay. Incorrect. Topping both One Direction and The Wanted. Um, 800,000 votes were cast. The band was featured on the cover of July, of August 5th issue of Parade, which was a national top seller. An interview and photo set highlighted the group's win. Uh, the magazine also featured the group among list of greatest boy bands of all time. Oh my along with Sync and the Backstreet Boys. I was going to say, you can't uh, have yeah. without the others. Exactly. Um, Big Time Rush has been honored and recognized multiple times by major media outlets throughout their time as a group due to their extreme worldwide popularity and success, along with being heavily credited as one of the bands that helped bring back the boy band wave. Uh, the Washington Times ranked them number 15 left. of their top 20 best boy bands exactly. of the decade in 2012. Um, the show... So... I don't know where I've lost. Vega talked to the group's <sighs> impact on both music and television. I think music could stand alone, but I don't know if it would be as powerful. The show definitely has been our main audience. We have 4 million kids watching. So when you put a song out, 4 million, million kids hear it. When you put a song on the radio, you're not going to have 4 million people listening. It's a blessing and a curse being on Nickelodeon. It's gotten us where we are now, though some people are standoffish to us because of that, but we have to be grateful that Nickelodeon gave us the opportunity. Uh, abandoning the best, the show would not be the best idea. So that was back then. So yeah, they've won a bunch of awards and stuff. So that's kind of like the thing on Big Time Rush. Well, good for so, them. So now I'm going to skip ahead to our uh, the album that we are reviewing. It is called The Main Event. event. The reason why we're doing the this event. episode. So, yeah. 79% you know, of... Yes. Um, I, it, well, I listened to the album first and I had a lot of like question marks. I was like, what? What? And then I read the Wikipedia and I was like, okay, sure. now that I understand, this makes a little bit more sense because I was expecting something a lot different. Than okay. what was presented, and then now that I know that they're kind of like Nickelodeon produced, it makes more sense. I think it's interesting because you find most bands are more Disney produced. Nickelodeon doesn't have a lot of musicians. No, true. That's like, true. If, if you were to take the vibes of like Nickelodeon and like uh, Disney, Disney is obviously like more clean, more pure, more like <laughs> cookie you know cutter. I mean? Yeah. Whereas yeah, whereas Nickelodeon is a little bit more like grimy, gross, like. We're gonna slime you. Yeah, yes. like like sliming more... is awesome. By the way, yeah. I got slimed. Yes. You got slimed at the nineties. I did get slimed at nineties con. Um, but yes, but no, still... I definitely see it. It's a little more like they had a more they had more like sketch comedy shows on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Like I believe. Oh no, no, I was gonna say the Jonas Brothers were on it, but they weren't. They were on Disney. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so like yeah. I feel like with these. What, when when they're, when you have big corporations backing, it's very the sound comes off as very produced. Mm. I think. Yeah. Whereas like yeah. I don't know with Lou's Lou era Lou Pearlman era bands, it's a little bit different. Like the sound comes off different, and I'll I'll get into that. A polish bit a little more polish. I don't know if it's polish. It's more dick. I don't know how to say more that. Sexy? Is that what yes. you're saying? Okay. More yes. like, She's saying that. more dick. Okay, fantastic. Yes. Less, less dick in this. They don't sell yes. dick. Yeah. Lou Pearlman sold dick. Not literally. Well, like, he's not. He didn't promote to the children. Oh, I guess yes. he did because we're teens, right? We were yeah. young children. Okay, yeah, I guess so. Okay. That was kind of like my A little main... more wholesome is what Lydia's trying to say. Is that big time rush is a little you. more like. Yeah. So yes. I, I, was, so, so I, funny. Be more... I didn't know who they were. I listened to this album. And I'm like, 
Where's the dick? And then I looked on Wikipedia Where's and I was like, dick? Oh my god, thank you, Lydia. You are the best. I'm oh, sorry. Lydia. So like so you guys are expecting like like liquid dreams, it ain't it, cheap. There ain't no dick in here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, there's so, four just, dicks, but yes. Yeah, just, just to let you guys know where I come off in my review, that's kind of where I was. So okay. Anyway. Okay, good to know. All right. So Elevate is the second studio album by American boy band Big Time Rush. It was released November 21st, 2011 by Columbia Records with Nickelodeon. The band worked with accomplished songwriters and producers for the album. These include those that assisted with material from their debut album, such as a bunch of people that we will mention when I get to that. Uh, and I will butcher their names then. It's uh, all fun and games in this kind the, of The review. production process of the album took place between nine months to a year, most of which was during their touring process. Nice. Background. The album acts as a soundtrack to the Nickelodeon television series Big Time Rush, which features songs that appeared in the series' second season and the television movie Big Time Movie. Following the success of their first release, the band was inspired to be more involved in the writing process for the album, writing together or separately a total of eight songs, which is nice. a pretty good amount of songs. Uh, Elevate is a mainly pop-inspired dance rock album, true, uh, also showcasing soul pop and alternative rock. The first single from Elevate, Music Sounds Better With You, was released November 1st, 2011. Uh, promotion. Nick, Teen Nick hosted a listening party in support of the band's new album, premiering every song on the album along with playing episodes that contain songs from the album. Well, that's fun. That's good. I like that. Um, and playing the music video for the first single, Music Sounds Better With You. Nickelodeon hosted a 30-minute special called Big Time Rush, Music Sounds Better With You, in which scenes from the band's tour and studio recording sessions were compiled together for airing. The scene features information about the recording and the production of the album. Uh, singles. Music Sounds Better With You featuring Man was released first November 2011. The music video was also released in November uh, during their special. Oh, I'm dying Drink your water! <laughs> Today. Promotional singles. If I Ruled the World featuring Ayaz was released in July of 2011. The music video was released in Ju July of 2011 and featured the boys traveling and performing for their fans. It was predicted as a future hit by This Must Be Pop Awards. Elevate was released June 2012 and as the second promotional single on Apple Music in the United Kingdom containing Blow Your Speakers as a B-side. Better With You Tour. A tour of the album was announced in early fall of 2011, named Better Than You Tour, with just the, the letter U, not Y-O-U, as we discussed I, in our previous episode. You know, yeah. we never spell the word U. It's just, no. you know, U. Um, We're too pressed exactly. for time. Exactly. And ended, uh, so it started in Vegas, ended at Radio City Music Hall in New York, JoJo and One Direction were the opening acts for the tour. That is so bizarre to me that One Direction opened for Big Time Rush. Because you don't, you don't remember that, obviously, they weren't popular in the beginning. You had to, yeah. like, get up to the awards there, oh, right? It's like the reverse, Lou. So, like, how, like, NSYNC and Backstreet had to go to Germany to become famous. One Direction had to come to America. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Well, if you can make it in America, then you can make yes. it pretty much anywhere. And, Chilia, do you remember when some 41 used to open up for serial joe i do recall and now that, some yes. 41 is bigger and, and do you remember lady gaga opened for new kids on the block 
I remember mm-hmm. reading about that. Yes. So there you go. And New Kids on the Block open for Tiffany. Exactly. So you Tiffany always got to start somewhere. Yes. I just feel like anytime we see opening acts, nobody is ever better than whatever. True. Yeah. Like our boy Dan, Dan Tulefsky, love him, but he's not fame. That's true. I mean, that's true. Just him all the time. time. Yes, that's true. But it's interesting. Yeah. I wonder if we should, that's an interesting thing to look at, like the bands that have like surpassed the people they were opening for. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so should well, we this, start the review? Yeah, I'm just, I'm oh, okay, like, sorry. visiting the UK in 2012, the band revealed four alternate covers for the album, exclusive to the country, each one featuring individual pictures of each member and an autograph. The special editions were released the same time as the regular UK and did the track list. Remember when the boys used to do that? Remember the Backstreet Boys had like the shape yeah. CDs and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, and then there was that other bit. Was Wasn't it like, Into the Millennium, right? There was some band that released three of the exact same album, but they had different colored albums. Lydia, do you remember that? It was like a rock. No. 90 Degrees? No, it was not a boy band. It was like, oh. a Canadian band. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyways. So, How am I supposed to know that? Because I can see it in my head. <laughs> Insync De- definitely had two different color CDs for the No Strings Attached album because the remember the Italian one was like it was used to be it was like yellow and maroon and then the Italian one was maroon and yellow and I was like <gasps> yes yes so. uh, okay so the album received positive reviews mixed positive reviews uh, mostly praising production and more mature sound than their first one. Uh, the album debuted at number one on the iTunes chart as number 12 on the Billboard 200s and stayed there for 22 weeks. Nice. Uh, sold 70,000 copies. As of 2012, the album sold 208,000 copies in the States. All right, guys, ready to... Uh, ready out. for the main event? What an appetizer you gave us there, Yeah, And now we're ready to go in the main event. Okay. Yeah, has been to a wrestling uh, match this week. And <laughs> Let's get a ready to rumble. Rumble. Well, not that one. That was, was that a good... It was a very good show. It was last weekend, but yes, or two weeks ago, because it's going to be this, whatever. Yeah, probably three weeks ago after then. Yeah. Ooh. Who knows? Who knows? What did you say? Was Triple H there? No, because uh, I don't know if you heard, but Triple H had a heart issue and no. he almost died. Ah. So he had to get a defibrillator inside or something like, like, a, like, um, I don't know if it's a defibrillator or maybe I'm saying the wrong word, but like you have to get it in. Sorry? Speaker? Maker? possibly something like that um so then he he got he retired he announced wow. his retirement last weekend wow triple h is it Hunter so, Kersley, yes Hart? so we lost scott hall who was also a member of the click macho man no he was he it's was razor ramon so um and then we found out that Triple H almost died. So they were like, oh my God, thank God you're okay. Because I cannot lose another one. No, no. So sad. Especially Triple H. He was one of my favorites. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I love the Triple H. All right. Yeah. So now we are talking about <laughs> Big Time Rush's album, Elevate. You got so, it, Chief. As per usual, thank you, the writers and producers. of the Wonderful. Episode. The best part of the review. So the first one, which was their first single, it is Music Sounds Better With You, the letter U. Yeah. Uh, featuring Man with two N's. Oh, my God. Uh, the writers of this, quite a few. Big Time Rush, Ryan Tedder, Thomas 
Bang, bang Alter, Benjamin Cohen, Alain QM, uh, Noel, Noel Zen Canella, Brent Kutzel, Eric Bellinger, Frank Musker, and Dominic Bugatti. And the producers were Ryan Tedder, um, Zan Canella, and Kutzel. All right, first of all, this is a real, this is a song. This is a song. This, this is, is a, a song. damn song. Okay, can I can I go first? Music sounds better with, with you, you baby. Is, it was sampled from Stardust. Music sounds better with you. I cannot. Yes. About the other one, this one has like a rap in it, but it's just like it's like you cannot, like fuck off. You don't think that you're trying to pull the wool over my so eyes? Already, it started off not a good foot for you, Lydia, because how dare they do this? How dare they sample a song, which is probably why there's so many names in here, because some of them are probably okay. original Okay, so you next. Okay, I love Ryan Tedder, but this song is not good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I tried to I tried to like it. I listened to it at least three times, but I cannot get into this song. I love Ryan Tedder, but I cannot. So I have listened to this album like five or six times during the day because I was working and it was only 40 minutes to listen to the whole album. And I just felt like it was in a constant place. So I don't know if I actually like, I, this is kind of like a weird thing, but does it, did it sound to you like it was one large song? This yes, album? I feel like oh, they're all the same yeah. songs and nothing was changing. I also but I enjoyed it a lot because I went and looked up concert tickets and I was like, I would go see that. Anyway, so it was bothering me because I was like, I know this song. I know it. And I'm just like, what the hell? So, um, yeah, so there you go. So that is, so you're right. It does sample. Don't um, worry. My what? review gets better as the time goes <laughs> on. I knew it. Music sounds better with you. Listen, I am old, but I'm not that old. And I it's it's like I like okay okay like I I got very depressed listening to this album because I'm like music is secular secular whatever the word is no secular 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 okay okay so like the sounds that we were used to. I'm sure sampled from like the seventies and like, I feel like have all the songs in the world been produced and now we're just rehashing the same shit. And then I'm like, am I becoming an ageist? I feel like I am. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be that person. And I just, I hate it because I'm like, Ugh! like this was like the very first listing and and it's just set the mood and okay no. to be fair, i'm also like in a, like a grouchy mood this week i'm very grouchy and like sad and like feeling in my feelings so like probably not the best mindset to be reviewing this so like just take my what i'm saying guys uh big time rush fans please take what i'm saying with a grain of salt because i am a uh, 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 moody millennial right now so i don't know i'm just I just wanted and wanted better. For me, I listened to it three times so I can have better review. Because when if I just listened to it one time, it would not be a good review for me. So Mm. on to the next song. If you listened to it five or six times, and I feel like because I was also working while I was listening, I don't know if I really like (laughs) captured things. But there's certain words that would stick out certain times, and I'm like, okay. But anyways, yeah. So that was my thing with that song. I was just like. Where did I hear this song before? I know this song. Was it? Did it used to be on Electric Circus or something? I feel like yeah. it used to be like on Much Music. They would clip. Yeah, it yeah. So that's 
You will so, you will find that feeling throughout this entire album. Of, I feel like I've heard this before. Because you yeah. have. Because it's God. Okay. You're not all okay. All right. All right. Next song is Show Me. And it is okay. written by Lucas Second, Wayne Hector, and Dom McLean. And it was produced by Lucas Second. So I put okay, so I did I did like these lyrics. So it was like Guys like me like girls like you, and girls like you like guys like me. And it was just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Um, they also talk about stormy weather, uh, and you can you can make it better. It's just kind of like, yeah. I, I thought it was okay. I did not mind that song. I thought it was okay. Because guys, so, like it. because the first song, I was like, oh my gosh, it's not great. I was like. Okay, I like these song lyrics. They're nice. The first song lyric is good. I don't know. I thought it was that part was catchy. So that's okay. I think it was okay. Okay. My so. review was, sounds like another song, but I cannot put my finger on it. Uh, skinny, pale, white woman song of the 90s vibe. Not bad. Had a good cadence to it. <laughs> Yeah, because they had kind of like the, the guys I, like I, me, I, like girls like you, you, you. Too. Like yes. I got like kind of like Natalie and Bruglia like vibes, like you okay. know, like, you know what I'm talking about, like the yeah, white burn, women, right, burn. Skinny pale white women who are just like I'm singing, and you're like, yeah, yes, you know. And we yeah. listened to it because there was nothing else. We didn't have anything in the '90s. We just had to listen to the stupid shit. And we're saying, have, we had music in the nineties, but you know what I mean, like female. So it just—it was just there. Yeah. So, like, when I'm lonely, full of stormy weather, can you make it better? So, oh, oh show like Dido me. vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's my opinion. All right. Next up, we have "All Over Again" by Brian Seals, Damon Sharp, and Drew Ryan Scott. Three first names. Uh, and it was produced by Brian Kennedy. So, uh, all over again. So, can I... To the left, to the right, to the back, to the side. It was. Just, I was just like, is this teaching us how to do a dance? Like, I was thinking, it was kind of like, you remember um, that Miley Cyrus song? Uh, the hoedown, whatever. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, so the hoedown, throw down. Yeah, so it was kind of like, hold on. Yeah, so it's like, so I'm falling in love all over again for the first time. Feels like I'm falling to the right, 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 to the back, 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 to the side, 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 to the left, to the right, right, right. I was just like, what is happening? Um, okay. It was, B, it wasn't bad, but I was just like, what am I listening to directions? Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Okay, so um, when I first listened to this, I skipped it. I fast forward. I fast forwarded it. Yeah, And then I was like, okay, that's not fair to them because it's not their fault that I'm tired and I'm listening to it when I'm tired. So I was like, okay, let's listen on my lunch break. Um, uh, probably best that I didn't like it at first because I said they have better songs on the album, which is a fair because they have a few good songs on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it. I said uh, very upbeat but possible auto-tuning, like, it's kind of, like, obvious. Kind of, like, um, sloppy. Kinda. I'm like, it's not bad, but it doesn't feel authentic. And I 
you know, like there's just when you sing, what like when a man sings to you, and you're serenade, like, right? When they serenade you, they serenade you're like, hey, yeah, 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 thanks. So you didn't feel the love, right? You didn't feel the love. Catching any sexy time from this album is what Lydia's trying to tell us. Nothing at all. It's it's just uh. Limp dick. I don't know how to say that. Nicely. A limp dick. Yep. It's, just, it's I not. I thought this album was pretty good. I, I know. I know. So I don't. I feel like am I? I don't know. I feel like I'm no, finishing you off on a bad note, and no, then I should be on a good note. Like I don't know. I don't know. No, but I'm like I'm like being a positive and a negative. So I feel like I'm ending it how I do at work. Like you do like a, a positive, a negative, and a positive. You're doing a compliment right. sandwich. Yeah. I am. Uh, I'm starting a pile of truth. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. you know, honestly, though, I feel like as I was listening to this, I was thinking like this album in general, not the specific song, is that I feel like if we would have watched the show and if we had more of a connection with that, then maybe that these songs are like, oh, this reminds me of this episode where it's in. And right. True. So I feel like maybe that's why I feel like we shouldn't give up on Big Time Rush. And I do think we should either watch the movie or some episodes. Yeah, no, we should. Yeah. I think definitely we should. Because I feel like... I I think that's what happened with Jonas Brothers, right? We watched like everything, like the documentary, some of the other things, and then the album. Then we went to a concert, and then we we're like, "Yeah, we're really into them." Yes, yeah. you yeah. never know, yeah. guys. You yeah. never know. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're good with that. So number four is called "No Idea." <laughs> it is written by Alexander Gascraft, Terius Nash, and Christopher Tricky Stewart. And it was produced by Stuart and The Dream. All right, so let's get no idea. I wrote no idea I'm even here. Is that the lyrics? Is that the... She has <laughs> no oh, okay, yes, so sorry. So it's like, so this oh song- my God. Oh, this is the song that every single time I heard it, it like the one lyric like popped into my head and I was like, what the fuck? And the lyric, I don't know if you guys mentioned this one is, you put a lightning bolt on my face. I was like, is this some sort of Harry Potter shit? Like, what is that? Mm, like? So yeah. I don't actually know what that means. Let me just, okay. So I have the lyrics pulled up. So every time you come around, you put a lightning bolt on my face. Baby, every time you come around, girl, you take my breath away. I just want to breathe until I take you in because I want to breathe until you take me in. But the truth is she has no idea I'm here. Okay, whatever. So the truth so is like, she's in love with Lupin. I was just like, is this like some sort of Voldemort thing? Like, is she Definitely. like making him a Horcrux? I think I think the song title says it all. No idea is right because this song was not good at all. Mm. So it's yeah. So I, I, she has no. So I guess it's somebody who's like invisible. She has no idea he's there. She doesn't even care. Blah 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 blah. I tried to find a positive in this, but I could not. This could be so a Harry Potter very, song. Like melancholy. Remember, remember Nagini used to hide into in the sewers of Hogwarts. So there you go, there you go. It's Harry Potter, um, but I feel like it kind of reminded me of kind of like the Invisible Man or something like that. Like she has no idea that I'm here. No, I'm not saying song wise. Do not, like, do not insult the Invisible Man. I'm not. I'm just saying that the theme of the song oh my is God. about like some sad guy who's trying to hook up with some chick, but she doesn't even know because she doesn't care. Or she's doing her own thing or whatever. So he's just like silently tormented or whatever. So that's what I feel this song is about. I could be wrong, but that's what the lyrics. Hey, 
but the lightning bolts on the forehead. I'm not even on the forehead. It's the lightning bolts on the face. I was like, what does that even mean? I'm like, are you trying not to get plagiarized by Harry Potter? Like, we're just cutting the... Possibly. So weird. Maybe they just added that part because it rhymed to them? I have no idea. And I guess that's that's the reason why it's called that because you have no idea why the lyrics are like this. Is this like, you know how many people wrote this song? Is this this is like the group project where they're like, (laughs) yeah, let's disagree. It's fine. Like, Jesus Christ. Yes. You think like someone, like each of them brought like one lyric and they're like, here, this sounds good. Yeah, There's like seriously. Three people who wrote this song. But I'm just saying, is it was a group project that okay. clearly compromises were made. Um, all right, but for me, like, so are you? Did you have any more um, ideas? I think, I think I think I said a lot. Of okay. No more ideas. So for mine, idea. for my, I have kind of slow but emo sounding. So okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, I imagine men wearing black eyeliner vibes. Okay, yeah, that's what I, I like heard. This hair kind of like. You know, you know, like the old, like, like the early, like, you know, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, it, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. That's kind of, it sounds like it's more of a sad song. There's whatever. All right. Mm. Moving along, the next song, despite having the name of another boy band song by that name, not the same song. Yeah. Nick is on the block. called Cover Girl. So this one is by Kendall. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> She's my cover girl. Oh, oh, oh. Anyways, I do kind of like that new kid song, but that's not what we're talking about, guys. We are talking about I love, I love, I love, love my calendar girl. Oh, cover girl. Sorry, cover girl, not calendar girl. Sorry. Okay, my bad. My okay. Bad. All right. So this is written by Kendall Schmidt, who is going well. That is the blonde fellow. Uh, Toby Gad and Lindy Robbins. Well, that sounds familiar. I feel like Lindy's written stuff for Toby Gad. Lindsay yeah. Robbins. I feel like I that was like, yeah. Maybe she wrote for Christina Aguilera. Uh, she wrote maybe Casey for Hot Hot Shell Ray Tonight Tonight. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so anyway, so um, I don't know. Some some people by... sound similar to others, and then you're like confusing who wrote for what person. Oh, they write lots of things. So anyways, yeah. so Cover Girl. Um, it's. I wrote, makes you feel good. So this is like, this is a classic boy band song theme to it. So it's talking about like, I don't know why you're so insecure. I wish you could see what I see when you're looking in a mirror. Um, That to me, you're beautiful. And when you're looking at magazines, you think you don't measure up. And it says, cause you're my cover, cover girl. I think you're a superstar. You don't know, like you're so pretty. It hurts what's underneath the skin. The beauty that shines within you're the one that rocks my world, my cover girl. So it's very kind of like a what makes you beautiful theme. Kind of like, yeah. like you know, like you don't know that you're beautiful. You think you are so insecure about yourself, but I see that you're amazing and you're wonderful and you're doing all this amazing stuff. And like, you know, like stop comparing yourself to others. Like, I feel like this is a very good message, like tween message from like yeah. puberty. And they think that people are hideous. And, oh, I have zits and I have all this other stuff. But like, no, you're like, your beauty underneath shines through. So I thought it was a very nice song and a very nice message. So I also agree. I did like the song lyrics and I thought it was a nice message. So at least, at least they have something there. That's good because the other songs weren't that great. She got a heart of gold. So. Um, 
Uh, the guitar vibes remind me of the song "Hey There Delilah," and I was like, "Hey there, yeah. Delilah." Remember that song? It was good. Um, at the beginning, uh, then it said, but it it comes into its own later on in the song, kind of sweet and somber. Yes. <laughs> That's so we agree that that one's a good one. See, look at us. It was good. I said star it was. I put a star beside that one. You did. I did. Wow. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. So I thought it was good. Okay. Next up on the big tour is "Love Me, Love Me." This was written Say by. Okay. Yes. Right. Stop being other songs for God's sakes. They're not okay. being the other songs. They just have similar titles. Okay. So it's this was stupid. written by. Big Time Rush, Christopher Rojas, uh, Damon Sharp, Ole Broderson, Mitch Hansen, and Casper Larson. And it was produced by Sharp, Cutfather, Rojas, and K Industry. Industry. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Aw, that's funny. All right. So, Love Me, Love Me. Uh, I said it is super upbeat. It's very dancey. Uh, love me and then i said it was kind of robotic in the middle let me just i just want to check a lyric because do you think it was like auto-tuny definitely yes. okay. i feel like this whole so, freaking album can is i just say the just lyric harmonize for god's sake because i'm listening to this and they're like okay. mispronouncing things specifically like doctor but at one point they the one of the lines was you got them red velvet lips, sweet like Betty Crocker. <laughs> I was just like, maybe they're on crack. So call a doctor, because someone needs to take your temperature. You're getting hotter. Oh my God, it's me. Look, you okay. can take some. <laughs> when I rock, you roll. You're losing control. Okay, can I just say mine? Yes. Okay, even though I'm laughing, I did like this one because the other ones I was like, oh my god, please, there needs to be a good one after some other ones that are not good. Um, so love me, love me, I wrote, I like it, it's catchy, it makes you want to dance. Thank the Lord. <laughs> I wrote, not bad, kind of repetitive. Love me, love me, say that's not the song. That's that's not the song. Okay, I don't think that's the song. Well, you uh, be Juliet, I'll be Romeo, you know, whatever. And then go is repeated 14 times, ready, and then go is repeated 14 times. So, again, I see where you're saying there's some definitely repetition. Very thought it was kind of like robotic y at some times, and like mm -hmm. it's like, okay. I put a squiggle beside it. I don't know if that's supposed to be a star. What does a squiggle mean for you? You know what? I don't even know my own things. So. All right. <laughs> All right. Next song, which I very much liked, which whatever, it's called If I Ruled the World, and it was featuring Ayaz. <laughs> it was written by Emmanuel Curacao, Evan Boggart, and Robbins, and it was produced by Curacao. So... So everybody get up, 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 saying A-O. Oh, this is when they go to the beach, right? It's just like, yeah. I feel like it's a very, like, upbeat song. Like, if I rule the world, I throw all my money in the air like confetti. Every house would get a DJ and a backyard party. Uh, That'd be very inconvenient for municipalities. Everybody get up, 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 out of your seats. Mm -hmm. Kick off the shoes like you're down at the beach. Up, up, up on the beach. 
literally i listen to these songs and then ao 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 okay so i listen to these songs sounds amazing when you say them, and then when i try to recall the melody the way it is sung at all it's like suddenly out of my brain i have no idea how this song goes true i'm really awful and i thought it was very like dancey and fun and essentially if i ruled the world i would give it to you so you know it's nice very nice this is number seven, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Not as okay. nice as giving all the publishings, but okay. Oh, yes. Never that. Nobody can top that one. No. Girl, I'd be the king and you'd be the queen. Like, you know. So what I thought it? those those two songs I thought were really good. So I was like, six was really good. I liked it. And then seven, I was like, okay, I like it. It's fun. Yeah, two in a row. What is this? Yes. Woo. Diane would be annoyed that it's not flowing properly, but yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, realistic. Okay. So uh, realistically, one person cannot rule the world. It's just financially not possible. I know. I know the guy with the funny mustache in World War II tried to do it. Technically, if he won, he wouldn't have been able to rule the world because that's just not possible. Fiscally, it's not possible. Everyone's insane. You don't want to rule the world anyway. The world sucks. So don't even bother. Well, anyway. if you were the ruler, maybe you would make it more cool and fun. Yeah. yeah people oh, would like start revolting. Oh, yeah. It's impossible. Impossible. Yes, that's true. So, that's true. And long story short, this song in particular had a bit of flavor, but was still not the greatest thing I've ever heard. It was Ait. Who is Ayaz, anyways? Uh, British I singer. I don't know. Known for replay solo and pretty girls. Okay, I have no idea. All right, so I liked it. I thought it was a good song. I liked it as well. So they're two for two in this little area of the album. Two for two? What am I? No, she's saying two for two of her. She liked the two songs back to back. Oh, I thought you were yeah. like, like, no, no. I would never right. do that to you, Lydia. Come on. No, thank you. So the next song, okay. oh, maybe this was a song that I thought was, oh, shit. Okay, whatever. Uh, it's called Invisible. It's oh my god. That's not this album. That was Clay Aiken. Also, was... not this album. I feel like Lydia is more annoyed that they chose the names of other songs. Yeah. I believe, yes. It's okay, really so stupid. this one was written by <laughs> Carlos Pena, uh, Charlie Greenberg, Cody Williams, Dan. Daniel Andrew Wayne and J.R. Rodham and J.R. Rodham produced it. Uh, I just wrote sadder. So why did I write sadder? Sadder? Is the lyrics are very sad. I feel like it was just like this was like a very like sombery song, was it not? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'll be your shining light. I'll be right by your side. Oh, you know, you're not invisible to me. You're not invisible. We feel like giving up. You just can't walk away, you know. So it's just, it's just very somber. I don't know. So they ended their um, streak at two. <laughs> <laughs> ouch! Ouch! Um, I do not like this one. Um, at least they tried their best, but no, it's mm -hmm. a no for me, dog. All right, that's totally fair. Okay. Where do I start? Okay, here's <laughs> here's the thing, guys. Oh. You cannot, oh you cannot have a song with similar name 
of an amazing song that's already out there, okay? Unless, unless your song is significantly better. For example, when you think of Invisible, Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken was was a, a American darling from from the from that uh, American Idol thing. You think that you can beat Clay Aiken with this bullshit? Like, okay, this is my thing. You cannot. Okay, there only one time in the history of music has someone ever come out with a song that was slightly better than the original, and that was Justin Bieber. As long as you love me, because Backstreet was as long as you love me, but Justin was a little bit better. And then, uh, and then I wouldn't say that, but sure. Well, because like we're Canadian, we have to say it. Okay, they're gonna take. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, yes, sorry. Yes, yes. I'm so sorry. I don't want to be revoke my passport. Sorry. It just. Oh, this album. This album drove me insane because I'm like, this is where I'm like, am I like fucking old? Am I a fucking fossil that like every song yes. is sounding the same? Every song has the same title of a song that I like better than this song like I'm going next guys I'm going fucking crazy okay so anyways invisible it's okay man it's okay and I was wondering if maybe it's because I instead of listening to this track separately I found a YouTube thing that had them all into one track and maybe that didn't separate it enough for me but they put spaces in between I don't know maybe I listened a lot I listened on Spotify and it wasn't really different. Didn't it make a difference? No, they all sound the same. Yeah, Everything I don't know. Same. It's just like no, oatmeal with again, different toppings. Fuck. Anyways, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be upset, but it's just like, what the hell, big time rush. Um. Anyways, long story so short about the song. So we're not going to be watching any of them. <laughs> no, no. We're I mean, like maybe I'll concert. like it, but I just, oh, it's just. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay, for, Sorry, for my review short. of this one, I, I kind of like it. It has good beat. I did put a star beside it. However, however, my point remains so just valid. Just shitting upon the song. My point you like it. I, listen, Chimzia, okay, it's like, it's like going through a toilet bowl full of turds oh, and finding a favorite turd. It's still a turd, but it's all right. This one's, I like the shape. It's okay. You know what I'm trying to say here? It's just like sometimes you just gotta have that. I just I don't know what to say. Oh, I'm feeling like I'm feeling like millennial anger, and I probably shouldn't be, but it's there. And and I don't know if I'm just. Excited. It's okay to feel like that. Yeah, that is your, your opinion. Feelings are I've, valid. Buddy. I've been a girl yes. here this week. I'm sorry. And then like I'm listening to this, and I'm like, yes! so okay. I'm sorry, big time rush people. This is your thing. And I'm trying not to be that grouchy old man, like, get off my lawn. But it's just like, why is this happening? Oh, you're like yelling at the cloud? Yeah, like an old man yells at cloud. Like, that's how I feel right now. I feel very stupid. And I know you guys. I just, and even like, okay. They're not even that much younger. It's only like 10 years younger. Still, that's still. They should have had, they should have had five members. And that's there should have been like, like, there's no facial hair. What is this? There's no dick. Just, there's nothing. It's very, it's very oh, Nickelodeon based. No. What'd you say, Kenny? You're still complaining about this. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. While well, you were sorry. complaining, well, we're, we're near the end, so no okay. worries. Okay. Well, so we're not near the end because we're, we're we're track nine of twelve. <laughs> okay, but still. <laughs> All right. So next is time of our life. Okay. Because oh, of the time of our life. life. You see. 
You see yes. what I'm saying? Very valid point. You Very try valid. to take on Dirty Dancing, a cult classic? Are you joking? Okay. Uh, all right. So this is lit- written by Logan Henderson, who is in the band. Uh, Nicholas Rass Furlong, Jordan Sukoff, until Ontario uh, Holmes, and it was produced by Infinity and Holmes. So I wrote, "Give me a sign, just dance, dance." So what is this? Oh, I feel like this was like an upbeat, like dancey <sighs> song. Uh, we're gonna party all night, papa party all night, girl. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We're gonna party all night, have the time of our lives. I really wish I could remember the tune of the song, but I, I feel like I liked it. You're just dancing. Don't worry about a thing. Just dance, dance, dance. So. Okay, are you ready to hear mine? Yeah, but we are ready, Sophia. <laughs> I can say right now, I did not have the time of my life hearing this song. No, right. <laughs> Good. Um, I wrote this is very um, not fun at all. I almost like didn't listen to the whole thing because it was like boring to me. Uh, but I did. I I did. I listened to it a second time just to make sure that I you know got the beat of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I did not have the time of my life. So it's a okay. thumbs down for me. Understandable. All right, Lydia. Okay. Okay. What other adjectives do you have? When you have a song, a party song, uh, I said my comments were meh, too slow for a party song. Nobody at a party is jamming out to some slow shit. Okay, this is like listening to Euro beats in a traffic jam. It's like <laughs> you when you're oh nails party, on a chalkboard, nails on a chalkboard almost. No, no, it's just like, just like, okay, like, you know, okay, do you know what Eurobeats are? Like, yes, you know, yeah, you're like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, drive fast, makes you want to go like, woo, but you're in a, you're in a traffic jam and you're just like, I have this energy and I can't do anything with it. So it's kind of like, this can't be a party song because it's so slow. It's not even like, you know, slow dance, like, it's not catchy at all. It wasn't catchy at all. It's just, it's not slow dance. It's not party. It's somewhere in the middle. And I'm like, have these guys ever been to a party before? Have you heard of Pitbull? Pitbull makes amazing music. Pitbull it ain't. I was just not happy with it. I wasn't. I'm sorry. Okay. You're valid. Your opinion is valid. I feel stupid. I feel so stupid. And I feel like all I have is anger for this album and it's not fair. It's to okay. Not every album is a good album. People have different opinions. I like, just like, I can't my, lie to you Mine is mixed. Diane. Mine is mixed. Okay. And remember right. Diane shit upon the five album that we loved that was... and she hated it. So there's people just so like different insane. music. You never know. I guess so. Alright. Anything else on that? <laughs> uh, good? No. Yeah. Okay. So the next song is Superstar. Remember the ladies uh, in Snow Rampits? Yeah, the superstar. The stars. Right, right. Yeah, yeah that's true. Stuff. Love Inc. Yeah. Love yeah, the superstar. Ink. And don't you be afraid. I really appreciate that we are singing the other songs and not their songs. Well, because we, like, this, this album was so unmemorable. I can't, they all sounded the same. I can't even remember what they sound like. Okay, so. Uh, that's, fair. that's a fair point, because I don't remember either. Yes. 
It's a lot. So, uh, so Superstar was written by Big Time Rush, uh, Jay Sean, Bobby Bass, Jay Remy, uh, Jared Cotter, and Khaled Rohin, and it was produced by OFM. So I wrote Super Catchy and Dancy, and it says you're a superstar that that you're a star, a superstar, you're a star, star, star. I don't know. I just thought it was like you're a shining star. It was. I thought it was dancy and fun. So I liked this one. And I put a star beside the superstar. Superstar. Look at you, eh? Because you have a star. I think that's how it goes. God, I can't remember. My brain doesn't you work. Put a star I'm looking at the lyrics. I'm looking at the lyrics, uh-huh. but I cannot sing the tune. But oh. yes, I okay. I thought it was catchy. And I feel like every time I was listening, whenever they said star, superstar, like that popped out in my brain as I was like working and stuff. So I felt like this song was more memorable than the fair. So That's a fair go. point. All right. Okay. So didn't I say? No. Lydia. Oh, did you already? Oh, did I say? Or no. did I didn't say? No, you didn't say, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, sorry. I was like, I don't even remember what I said. Okay, I wrote it's okay. Um, they could have done better, but like, what what can you do, right? Like, they had two good songs in this album, at least. Oh my god. Okay, for me, I wrote. Okay, so I don't know if you guys. If you guys have ever been caught up in a scheme before that you weren't doing, someone else was doing, and then, mm-hmm. okay, so do you, like, I don't know if anyone else has experienced this before, but at your local hotel, some some guy will be like, we're having an open audition for some bullshit, and then you're like, oh my god, I love bullshit, and then you go down there, and then they try to sell you some other bullshit, like, oh, but if you want to be on our roster, you have to pay $400 for a photo shoot, and you gotta do this, but you're a star, you're a star. Oh, so you feel like it's very, like, fake and, like... Yes, this is not convincing at all. Okay. It sounds very overproduced. And you're mm. like, like if, if you're trying to convince me that I'm a star, it ain't it, Chief. You're not getting my $400 for the stupid photo shoot. It's not my first time at the rodeo, buddy. I just don't, I'm just, I just, I just, I didn't, nothing felt. Awkward. You're not feeling it. You're not feeling yeah. it. You know what I mean? I just, I just don't get it. Like, fair, just, fair. Okay. That's my, that's fair. Okay. Right. No, that one's fair. not going to start for me. Sorry, Julia. That is okay. Uh, you know what, Lydia? You're not alone. Is the name of the next song. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it was written by Kendall Schmidt, Stephen Batty, Carlos Batty, and Rosas, and produced by Rojas. Um, okay, so this song, I don't know, man, because there's a couple. I have a couple of different thoughts on this song. So essentially, basically, the song is the guy, he's comforting you, he's telling you you're not alone, like he's always there for you or whatever. And so I feel like it could either be more like, this is an actual comforting song and I'm your best friend and I really care about you and stuff. Or if this is, or if this is like leading up to being like, I'm a nice guy, you should date me because I've been here for you all the time. So that was kind of like the weird thing. Um, But I would have to say that I feel like this song is kind of off for me this week because... Um, I am currently fighting with my gay bestie and yes. And well, I'm not fighting. He's ignoring me, but it's just like, so some of this shit, like, 
So it's like the days you were stressed out, you know, I was here listening, I was doing, and I'm like, oh, look, I'm this person doing all this shit for you. And, you know, like, you don't give two shits. And anyway, so you're yes. not alone, buddy. We're here for you. Yeah, we're here I to support. It. There, but it's just like, it was just like things like, you know, you're stranded at the airport. I came and picked you up, like whenever, when you needed somebody to call to in the morning. And I was like, because this fucker would call me at three in the morning because he needs to talk about shit. So I'm like there for you and doing all this stuff for you. And, you know, so I'm just like, I actually wrote, uh, oh, gosh. So yeah. So anyways, <laughs> so there you go. Cause you know, but don't worry, we'll probably talk next week. But it's just like, it just feels like if I was not in this emotional moment right now, I don't, I feel like I would have enjoyed this song more because I did kind of like the song. Like it had a nice soothing thing and it was nice to be like the person that's there for you or whatever. But it's also like, sucks to be the person that's there for somebody and then you're just shit upon and overlooked all the time. And yep. Like, no, it doesn't feel good to get anything in return. Oh, so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and then I was like, you know what? It'd be nice if that person was there for me when I'm having bad times. And it's not always a one-sided relationship, which is what it kind yep. of sounds like that he's always there for this girl. But is this girl there for him when mm. she needs, like, like, when he's having a bad day? I don't know. So I kind of felt bad for the guy. Yeah. I don't know. So, or I was just like, or is this like, I'm amazing. You should date me. I don't know. This song confused me. I didn't know where to go with it. So that's, that was the most emotional song on the album for me. Mm. Unnecessarily, just mostly because of the lyrics. So there you go. So yeah. But then well, like, buddy, oh, we're oh. here for so you. I was just like, thank you, random voice. I'm not alone. And thank you, friends, for being friends. But of yeah. So it was just, yeah, it was just a song. So there you go. That's my thoughts on that one. That did not get a star this uh, this particular week, but maybe in an, another week I would have given it a star. I don't know. So, all right. So okay. Um, I don't have all a lot of thoughts for this one. <laughs> um, it wasn't. I don't know. I, I thought it was like a nice song. Um. So yeah, that's basically all I wrote because I was kind of bored after this. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, Fair yeah, enough. it's almost ended. We're good. Yeah. So okay, this one I actually liked. Hey, I I gave it a star. I know, I know. I I just I said I like this one. Kind of catchy, good vibes. Maybe I'm like I'm in my like depression lately. I don't know. I yeah, like yeah. it though it because because like, it's somebody is there for you and all this other stuff, right? Yeah. So yeah. The message I, is good. If I'm going to say something negative about it, Michael Jackson has already done this song. But ah, uh, yeah, alone, no, like, and that please, song is really good. Yeah, please I do not recall that song consider renaming your shit because you can. You think you can beat the king of pop, Michael Jackson? I don't think well, so. I guess like because they're more towards children. Yes, this is children why you're not know alone. About the king of pop. True. That's very true. I don't know. Just is this is this the last song or it's coming up? The last last song is coming up, guys. Okay. Before I get to the last song, there are four other songs which we did not listen to. Uh, So the U.S. iTunes Store had a bonus track called "Blow Your Speakers." (laughs) Uh, Big time rush. Blow your brains up. (laughs) Sophia. 
Do that anyway. Whoa! What is happening? At least okay. that's an original title. Sorry, I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not like me to say. Uh, please don't do that, anybody. Yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rush's official website version had a song called Paralyzed, which again is the name of another Isn't song. Isn't a song? I'm You're in the paralyzed. Yeah. Stop it. Who sings that again? Who sings it again? You know what? I don't know, but Pierre Bouvier wrote that. So maybe he was part of that. Maybe that was his band's song. Incubus? No. Then UK iTunes had a song called Epic. And the 2012 re-release had a bonus track called Windows Down. So that is... Um, that is that. So anyways, that is not what we're talking about. We are talking about the last song on this album, the self-titledness of this album. We are talking about Elevate. Sorry, Elevate! One second, it's Finger 11, so... Okay, thank you. It's called Paralyzer. Okay. Yes. And can you tell me which band Pierre Bouvier was in again? Pierre Bouvier? Simple Plan. Simple Plan. The guy from Simple Plan wrote that. Anyways. Okay. So, you are the best. so the last song on the last regular track on this album is called Elevate. It was written by James Maslow, who is in the band, uh, Sharp, Johnny Powers Severin, and Eric Sanicola. And it was produced by Sharp, Johnny Powers Severin, and Sanicola. And my notes are not written down because I did not write notes. But I do recall really liking this song, and I feel like it was very upbeat and pumped, and I just thought it was kind of an interesting way to end the album on a high energy and just like yeah um yeah so it was just it i thought it was good i thought it was good i thought it was catchy ask me to sing a line i cannot <laughs> but uh like okay so you levitate let's come on let's elevate and elevate and then like you know so i think that one of the song lyrics well, is elevate a little a higher yes it is Let's throw That's a party in the sky and celebrate. Elevate until we fly. Yeah, move your feet until you le- levitate. So, I am not singing it at all the way it is, but I thought it was. A, I thought it was a pretty upbeat, catchy song. So there you go. This so, the slogan yes. of Skyjack. I wrote. Go ahead. I wrote. I like it. Kind of like an anthem song. Makes you pumped up. Makes you want to sing along. Elevate a little bit higher. Because this is the last song. Woo! Woo! I celebrate Elevate. This one also got a star. Good. High energy seems sexier. A good banger. Well done. Well done. All right. Well, I guess uh, we're now reached the point of the show where you pick your top three songs, Lydia. Do you think you can have three? Yeah, I do have three. I do have three. You want me to go first? Sure. All right. Um, you have three? Wow, I'm surprised. That, that's all. The endless list, like I said. Had to pick through and find the best one. Yeah. You know? All right. Um, so I like Invisible, You're Not Alone, and Elevate. Okay. So? Okay. Um, I liked, um, okay, Love Me, Love Me, If I Rule the World, and Elevate. I have like forced, so I have Cover Girl, Love Me, Love Me, If I Ruled the World, Superstar, and Elevate. So I guess since you guys picked those other ones, I will go Cover Girl, 
If I Ruled the World and Superstar. You don't want the songs to feel and that Elevate. Now. I know, I feel bad. But Elevate Why was- you bad? I don't know. I always feel I bad for the songs that are not true. How do you know the songs don't have feelings? I'm Elevate. sure the guy you know who, what, who made Elevate the song is like- I hope you picked mine. How can the boys and white girls be so mean to us? oh my gosh guys anyways if you are a big time rush fan and let us know what your favorite song is from this album write it in the comments or go on any of our social media pages uh at boy band break yeah and just to be fair just to be fair you know at least they had three songs that i liked that's pretty good yes so, I feel like, honestly, I feel like that's going to be our mission, guys. We're going to do a little bit more big time rush reconnaissance. We're going to yes. at least watch the movie and uh, maybe a couple episodes of the show because I feel like if you like the show, then I feel like you'll bond better with the songs. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, together, and, like, I don't know, we're running out, of, we're way over time. But oh, sorry, can, I, can I quickly say, like, as a, as a whole, what I feel about this album? I said, I feel like this album is full of songs I've already heard before. They need a fifth member. I'm not buying what they're selling. It needs more sex, more grit, more feeling. It's too produced and squeaky clean. That's my review in that. Well, I really enjoyed the album and I would really would like to see them in concert, but also don't want to pay money. But I, 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 I listened to it like five or six times and I was like, this is a pretty catchy album. Although a lot of the songs do sound similar and kind of blend into one. And that could have been because I was working while listening too, right? So but I also really liked it and I liked the squeaky cleanness and fun upbeat part. So, okay. you know. <laughs> and for so. me, mine it was a mixed bag, but at least I listened to it three times, tried to give it a chance. And I did find three songs that I enjoyed. So all in all, good try. And you know what? Back in the day when Lydia used to buy an album, she refused to pay money unless she liked three songs. So that's right. By that logic, Lydia would have bought this CD. So there you go. Yes. Yeah. So, true debt. Yes. Cool. Anything else? Anybody want to say anything? We're good. No, I think that's great way to end it. I feel like, Chindia, I meant I was, I was cutting you off before when you're like, make sure if you're a big time Rush fan, let us know you're. So, so yeah, let us know what your songs are. Let us know if you're going to the concert and which tour, which um, stops you're going to. And yeah, who's your, and what, what do we need to know of a big time rush? What did we miss? Is there like a really good like episode? Is there somebody who's like, or is there a song that we, that was on another album that's way better or something like that? So let us know. And is there a way to get a, um, a cheap ticket if we want to go to the concert? Yes, we should definitely like check them out. I feel like yeah, I feel like it would be a good show, and I feel like I am very into cheesy and fake boy bands. I enjoy them immensely. Yeah. I like watching any TV show that has musicians. Like I just rewatched Austin Alley again, Jonas LA, like other stuff. So I feel like that I'm gonna. I just I literally just rewatched all of Together. So um, Together was good. Together was fire. If oh. anyone has good quality episodes of Together so we can watch them, that would be great because it was very painful to watch these episodes that were very grainy and hard to hear. But um, yeah, anyways. So uh, yes, thanks for taking a break with us. Guys. Guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.